0: Hey, what's up, guys? This is Cordell. You're listening to Steeler Nation. Hello, Steeler Nation, and welcome to your Steeler Nation vidcast, sponsored by Total Sports Enterprises. I'm your host, G. Stryker, and Brian Flores is off for greener pastures, or perhaps should I say purpler pastures, because the Minnesota Vikings have taken him up to the north to go school with the fans, and the colder Minnesota... Um they now have their new defensive coordinator Brian Flores phenomenal phenomenal coach. Um Steelers are a little bit worse off now for not having Brian Flores on their team obviously. I mean, they have one of the smallest coaching staffs the Steelers do. 17 coaches. Other coaching staffs are like 30, 40 coaches. Steelers are at 17. They keep it small. That's just the way they do it. Family oriented Uh, I'm not sure too many cooks spoil the broth over here in Pittsburgh, but that's the way we've done it. But we were absolutely blessed to be able to have Brian Flores in here for one year. And it made our defense better. I know we had a tough time early on in the season. Uh, I know um, Alex Kazora tweeted out that we had 22 different defensive alignments last year. Brian Flores is a big part of that. Also a big part of that with TJ Watt going down injured. We had to switch it up. We had to do all sorts of different things to try to find things that worked. Uh, and it took a lot of it. A lot of different personnel switches. A lot of different linebackers coming in and off the field. Um, and unfortunately, too, with TJ Watt going down and Reed really not stepping up to the point where we thought he was going to step up. That's just what happened with there. But we know he had a direct impact. And his direct impacts... We're definitely Bush did get better. I mean, obviously, at the end of the season, Bush ended up losing his job out to Robinson. Robinson played amazingly. I mean, this is we're talking about a fifth, sixth-round pick here that was starting by the end of the season. That's not something that happens often in Steeler Nation, uh, especially in a main starting spot, not a special team spot or a specialty spot like slot receiver or slot corner. Um, this is the guy that's on the field a lot and probably looking forward to seeing how he's going to progress to next year. Because I think that Robinson needs to be a really big part of this offense moving forward. Uh, also helped out Kenny Pickett. Kenny Pickett said, you know, Brian Flores, when he and, and, and Pickett were talking, Flores said, you know, make sure when you're in the two-minute drill, you've got to take some chunk yards. you got to take a shot down the field to help expand and get the, get you down the field a little bit more efficiently. And that's something that he ended up doing there, both in the uh, Raiders game and the Ravens game, having some big chunk plays to get us down to the position to be able to score these games late and win them late. So phenomenal to have him. I mean, we were, we were blessed to have him. There was no other way we were going to have him uh, unless that cluster F happened over there, the dolphins um, and all that stuff had to go down. And unfortunately the rest of the league wasn't going to hire Flores last year. Steelers did him a favor. Steelers made a coaching job for Flores because they didn't have one for him. We have a defense coordinator. All of our defensive stuff was caught up. So we brought him in as a defensive consultant over top of linebackers as well. So he was a big part of what we did on defense. Being the head coach that he is could also help us out on offense and Kenny Pickett. Minnesota Vikings are very lucky and fortunate to get him. I know a lot of Steeler fans are disappointed we did not get two first round or two third round draft picks or any draft picks for this exchange because he wasn't on our team for longer than a year, two years you have to have him under to be able to get him to move on and get draft picks. Unfortunately, I just think it's a bad idea to monetize the Rooney rule anyway with draft picks personally because again these situations where they are they don't work and they're not fair. We did help develop a minority coach to become a head coach. Miami dumped him. He's going straight from the Steelers up. So Miami could have gotten those picks. Steelers took the time, but unfortunately, the rules are not written that way, unfortunately. And they should be. They honestly should be because teams, Steelers took a big risk because especially with all of his issues going on in the NFL with his um, lawsuit as well that is still ongoing. So that's a, a big risk that Steelers are like, we're going to do it first, guys. It's how it's going to do. Manuti! Sheldon Cooper outfit. Yeah! Going flash. I'm fast in many ways. <laughs> you can say outfit you can say kit i know what you're talking about manuti i know how to speak uh, portuguese so i know what you're doing down there in brazil <laughs> good to see you my friend uh robinson should be bigger role even with a drafted linebacker let him fight on the preseason definitely and i think he'll fight well really do he's a good player love the way he developed we all knew he was a hard-nosed guy and happy as hell to have him and guys First off, Miles, I'm shouting out to you. You're always on pre when I start my uh, getting the outlines ready and doing my work here for all my tabs that are open so I can hopefully answer your questions as quickly and efficiently as possible, especially if I don't have it on the top of my dome. Can't keep everything up. Striker, how was your vacation? Blast. We went down to the uh, Florida Panhandle. We were in the um, oh, Okaloosa Island. So... We rented out a penthouse for the company. We had a rooftop, a uh, hot tub, and down low, we had uh, two heated pools, three heated pools, a super cold, lazy river, and two hot tubs down low, too, and then walk across the sky bridge down to the beach for the golf and the white sands. It was cold as hell the first four days. After then, it started getting up to the 60s. Last couple of days were in the 70s. Uh, played a lot of disc golf hit my first ace in disc golf. I know I put that up on the Instagram. So if you guys are following me on at, at SN Striker, you can pull up over to Instagram and see my, uh the pictures from my first ace in disc golf was never going to do it in real golf. <laughs> Didn't get disc golf though. We have some holes on our team with some great picks. We can fight this year. Or am I crazy? Definitely. Manuti. We have our holes are minimal. And especially after we get past, um, free agency, which is coming up. We're going to start to try to plug some of those holes here in free agency. Big play! How you doing? Hey, Miles. Starting up in the moments. Yep. (laughs) Kenny Beamer. Oh, we got all the all-stars here today. Let's go. Of course, the all-star roster would not be complete without our Hall of Famer, Michael Hall of Fame. We are live. Let's go, Striker! Woo! Miles, it really sucks that we lost Flores. He was so overqualified just being an assistant. Good for him being a defensive coordinator and hopefully one day a head coach again. I honestly thought the uh, Cardinals were going to give him that job. I thought he was being an excellent fit in Arizona, Pittsburgh West. Um, That's where all of our people seem to go one way or another. Uh, How was your vacay, boss, man? I I just went over it, so I know you guys uh, heard that story. I'm like, oh, by the way, you told us. Two weeks ago, again, since he wasn't gonna be back to back in the Super Bowl because late penalties screwed him. There you go. You're always on it, there, Michael Hall. I mean, I was, I was rooting for him. I I know Pittsburgh dad is going against me. I know some people on our site are going against me, but I root for the division. But I I tell you, Bungles gonna bungle, and that's the only problem with the Bungles, as opposed to having a storied history like the Steelers do. The Bungles just have. A history of failure. They really have that history of just grasping defeat from the jaws of victory and did it again on a dumb out of bounds hit. I mean, honestly, honestly, even perfect is like, that's stupid. (laughs) Stop hitting people, perfect. I I hope you're not hitting people in real life because that guy was a problem. I believe that me and Murray will be bad. Kyler is a baby. Yeah, poor Kyler, man. I love that guy's skill set. Striker, Brian Brown. How you doing, Brian? Good to see you again. (laughs) It's crazy that we're just a few months away from the draft again. I can't wait for the draft show. Thank you, guys. I cannot wait to do the draft show. As you guys know, I am insane. I'm on the draft the entire time. I don't take commercial breaks. Uh, Every once in a while, I have people on so I can run and take a bio break here and there. Uh, sometimes I have a little portable jug under the table that I can just do, take care of that with. I'm kidding. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm kidding. <laughs> so so it all works out in that respect, but I will be on a half an hour before every day of the draft. We will be on the entire draft. Different writers, different uh, uh, podcasters, vidcasters, members of the Steeler Media, members of the Steelers coming in and out of the show all day. Hopefully we'll have some Steelers on as we draft and get the reactions from Steeler Nation when the first pick is is uh it comes in. And it's always fun. We always take your questions and comments live. And you guys are as big a part of the show and make it fun as well. So I can't wait to have you guys there as well. Super psyched for the draft show. Robert C., did your boyfriend pay for that tattoo? Oh, I see what you're doing there, C. Yeah, I just got my first tattoo, guys. Um, it's, I know I put it up on TikTok for the rotation, a couple shots on Instagram, I'm trying to do this social media thing. If I can rotate my arm the correct way, I might have to stand up for this guys. Ah, so you guys can see the top. I got the Trinity knot here on this side. And then I got two flowers. It's a viola flower and a rose flower. That is my daughter's name. Her name is Viola Rose. It was also my grandmother's name that raised me uh, and passed away uh, before my daughter was born, obviously. Uh, but a big part of my life, and now a big part of my arm. <laughs> so first tat, hurt. Uh, I've never got a tattoo before. And, I mean, people told me it hurts, but I, I didn't understand how much it hurts. It's a lot of like mental prep, a lot of relaxation, breathing. I was able to get in control of myself a bit. But five hours in the chair, only one break. So not bad for my first first job. And, and thank you so much, Marco. Uh, Marco over at Blue Crab Tattoo over in Frederick, Maryland. Phenomenal people over there. Just spot on, excellent, clean, beautiful facility. Um, really professional guys. We laughed the whole time watching movies and just joking around. We have similar sense of humor. But great people over at Blue Crab Tattoos. And Marco Wright, if you guys want to check out his stuff on his page, I know I have him linked on a lot of this stuff too, and I'll link him after the show. You got to check out his work. Does awesome, awesome stuff. Uh, Robert C., can Flores take Canada with him? <laughs> Well, at least Flores didn't go coach in the Canadian League, which I think is where a lot of people want Matt Canada to coach. It just makes sense. Minuti, I don't care about the refs. The Bengals are out and still virgin. Yup. Yes, they are. But now we got KC back there again. Fortunately, KC's all banged up. Yeah, Marco is a great name. You know that. That's a popular name down there in Brasilia. (laughs) I know that, sir. Yeah, he's a great dude. Great dude. Um, but, uh, but yeah, with Flores leaving, obviously it's going to hurt the Steelers a little bit because it was great having that extra leadership in the building. Um, he's a head coach in the NFL. It's tough to have. I mean, we were blessed early in Tomlin's career when he had Munch. He had, um, Dick LeBeau, which we were both head coaches in the league prior to pull information, knowledge from help out with coordination, that's the, that's the stuff that's going on. Blitzburg Nation, Juju getting his first ring. I know that will make a lot of Steeler Nation happy. I will. I'd be happy for Juju if he got his first ring, to tell you the truth. Because um, I've unfortunately, I, I, since he's a slot guy now, I think he's going to get hurt in free agency again this year, not getting the big payday that he's hoping for when he's thinking he should get a 20 mil a year contract around that range. And what his production is, if they move him over to X or Z, he can get that money. But right now he's still slotting around and not the biggest producer on the team. I still have questions about the super bowl. I, tell me guys who you think are going to win. I, I'm telling you right now, I think it's going to be uh, Eagles and it's going to be big. I think it's not even going to be a close game. Unfortunately, there's too many injuries on Casey's side. Um, Mahomes is playing with a high ankle sprain. There is no such thing as a mild high ankle sprain. It is painful as hell. You saw he was having trouble getting around the last game. It's not healed. They take a month to two months to heal. And he's going to be lumbering around again this game. The only problem is Eagles can get after you with a four-man pass rush. That's going to hurt Mahomes the most. And also, they don't need a spy. Because Mahomes can't beat you with his feet anymore. They have very athletic guys across that front. We all know Gravedigger Hargraves is up there. Brandon, uh, not Brandon Stokely, uh, Brandon, um, gosh, the other Brandon that I got to meet on that line. Oh, crike. <laughs> but they got some great. And of course the guy leading the league in sacks up there on that line as well. So they have that phenomenal, phenomenal offensive line. Riddick. Um, just going off the top of my head. Yeah. I, I love the Philly team. I, I watched them a lot. They blew up San Francisco, a, a team that nobody else could figure out how to beat since they got Christian McCaffrey on their team. Eagles made them look foolish. Because they're talented on offense, they score quickly, they score often, they can run, they can pass, they're balanced. That's a difficult matchup for Kansas City's defense, who is not a very good defense at stopping other teams. That was their problem this year. And they usually have to beat teams by outscoring them. This is a very good defensive team, and this team can score pound for pound with them. Both of them had the exact same number of points scored this season. Really, really neat stuff to see. So get your bets in. I know you got some Steeler Nation people rooting for Juju. I'll be rooting for the uh, our neighbors to the east in the Keystone State, flying high with the Eagles, wearing my Vic jersey since he played for both teams, and it kind of pisses off Eagles fans when I do it too, so I enjoy doing that. Next question. Claude, hey, Striker, how's it going? Can't complain. Told everybody about my tat and my vacation. You guys know that's up. Brian Davis, do you think Gruden could be hired as an offensive assistant? He could. I, I just don't think he'd do it. Like, Gruden's a head coach or he's an analyst. I don't see Gruden taking a, you know, offensive assistant job or offensive advising job. Um, I, I just don't see him even working out that well. I also know that um, at least the connotation with the emails that went out put a bad taste in the mouth, mouth for a lot of minorities in the league. So he'd be a polarizing person to bring in. Uh, I told you guys last week, still love, on the podcast, you asked me who I'd want to bring in. It's uh, Joe Lombardi. Joe Lombardi would be my number one guy to bring in. Um, smart dude, made the quarterbacks better each year. He was at those locations. He had, Breeze had him for a majority of his of his time, and success over at New Orleans. He was in Detroit for Matt Stafford's Pro Bowl season. He was, and it should have made the Pro Bowl a second time two in his second year he had mad stats in that year as well uh also helped to start developing uh herbert over it with the chargers for the the two seasons after his rookie year i mean he's done a hell of a job which is two pro bowls for him as well i mean guy knows how to work quarterbacks i want this guy on pittsburgh helping ken pickett who was a one touchdown throw type of quarterback become a prolific two three four touchdown throws type of quarterback I know he can do it in college, tougher to do it in the NFL. Want to see that development. A guy like Joe Lombardi, I could see doing that type of development, Brian. Uh, Brian Brown, Claude. (laughs) Claude Bishop, what's up, Brian? I love seeing you guys. Yeah, we all miss you guys. It's good to have the crew back. Always good to have the crew back in town. Juju, baby, get that ring. (laughs) Are we... Bringing someone for coach our linebackers. Now, uh, that was like an extra position. We still have olsaski coaching the inside linebackers. We still have the other guy coaching the outside linebackers. His name isn't coming off. But we had we put in somebody that was over top of both of them, which we didn't have that position before. We just kind of made it up uh, for that that season Manuti. Brian Davis, did the Steelers get any compensation for the Vikings for coach? No. He had to be on our team for two years. For the Steelers to get any compensation, so no compensation earned for having the great coach uh, Brian Flores on our roster. Robert, this ain't the SEC. Piss on the rest of the division. <laughs> See how can you switch it on and off, baby? That's the most competitive division in all of the, all of sports. You guys will be rooting for an SEC team in the and the and the playoff system. Go get them! Go get them SEC team that's not mine. It's the same thing. It's worse in college because there's only like two conferences that can win championships, the SEC and Big Ten. It's pretty much it. Pretty much it. I don't know. Who won it this year? SEC? SEC won it. Yeah, Georgia won it again. Good old Georgia. Miles, I think my lineup is number one, cornerback, number two, left tackle, or an inside linebacker, vice versa for pick three, um, number four, defensive line, number five we could get a guard or a wide receiver edge six seven more d-line yep those are pretty much all of our needs miles other than safety everybody's leaving safety off their lists we have one safety rostered. fitzpatrick that's it well technically killebrew killebrew never sees the field as a defensive safety he's a special teams player killebrew is a special teams player go block punts got um Uh, Chris Joseph, uh, he was, I know he's a free agent. I know KZ's a free agent, and so is Edmonds. We don't have anybody locked in for even a starting position at strong safety for the second year in a row. Was screaming about it. Lock KZ down to a multi-year contract. He's going to be cheaper than Edmonds, and he makes plays. That's the guy I want. Joseph as well. Bring them both. They're going to be cheaper than Edmonds, unless Edmonds brings his brother. I agree, has been underwhelming this year. Yeah. Manuti, I want to ring for him, but I believe more Hargrave Eagles. D is insane. It is insane. Chiefs. Eagles have a good offense as KC, but a way better defense and healthy. That is, that's exactly the way I'm seeing it, Manuti. Absolutely the same way I'm seeing it. Graham! So did the Chiefs. Chiefs blew out the Niners with Jimmy G. That's a good point. That's an excellent point, Blitz Nation. They were also a lot healthier when they did that. I know they're not as healthy right now. This year, A.J. Brown makes Hurts improve a lot. Smith, too. But A.J. changes the team. Yeah, really makes it tough to play against a guy like that. Reggie Rivers, what's up, Steeler Nation from Barlett, Tennessee? Welcome to the show, Reggie. Glad to see your name. I hope to see it pop up often. Let me know if you've got any questions, my friend. Michael Hall, TB12, not the original TB12, announced retirement. Won't believe it till I see it. And AR12, possibly to the Raiders. And I'm with you a little bit there too, Michael Hall of Fame, because I stated, I don't know if I stated on the podcast or the vidcast last week, but I'm starting to think the timing of Tom Brady announcing his retirement was awfully fishy. Didn't do it after the season. Didn't do it after the Super Bowl, which is when players announce retirements. He did it before the Super Bowl. It's like, what? Why would he do that? Why would he retire before the season is even over officially? And then I saw crappy advertisements for octogenarians wearing Tom Brady 12 jerseys promoting some kind of fanfic movie. And I think he retired just to promote his stupid movie, which was great because everybody's panning it. So he got to retire so more people could check it out and pan it. Additionally, good luck, Tom Brady in your future. I expect you fully to be back in in less than a month. It took you a month. The last time with Giselle to be like, I want to play football again. No time for you, hot, sexy model. I got to play me some football. (laughs) So he went back out to play football. Lost his marriage. Almost Tiger Woods style. But I think that this was just just a ploy. I I will be not shocked. Color me not shocked. When Tom Brady unannounces his retirement, unretires. Brett Favre, I saw him do it three times. Tom Brady's got a bigger head than Brett Favre, and I'm not talking about the one that he shot to those, uh, those play p- those people that worked for the Jets or the the the, <laughs> the reporters for the Jets. Not that head. Big ego. <laughs> that was a little bit more Favre than I ever needed to see, but four is about right. Four was about right. Uh, Michael Hall, sorry, won't believe it till the season starts. Is what I meant. Gotcha, gotcha. Hi, Miles Stryker. Can we get Ben on soon to talk about draft problems? I would love, love to have Ben on our show. The problem is he has his own show. I think my best chance of ever talking with Ben is if he ever invites me on his show, which I would do in a second. Letting you know, uh, Ch- Taylor Lowen, too. I'll, I'll be on your show, too. You don't have to cry about me, um, even though TJ won't be on your show. Damn it, I got to let the cat in. She's screaming at me. Give it, talk amongst yourselves for two seconds while I let the cat in. Get in. All right, you're, you're done going outside. <laughs> it is a cold, cold day here in Mount Airy, Pennsylvania. Or Mount Airy, Maryland. I was thinking I was in Pennsylvania for a second, but kitty cat got cold. A little too cold for her, her kitty cat being. It's about 25 degrees or something outside today, so she'll stay inside for the rest of the cast. Brian! Who do you think the Steelers backup quarterbacks will be? Well, right now, obviously, we got Trubisky. So the second one is either going to be a vet. I, I would be not shocked at all if we bring a vet in here before for like a one-year contract, no um signing bonus. So if we have to cut them, we can cut them and uh no issues there. So, but I do fully expect us to bring in another quarterback, possibly even drafting one. This is going to be a good draft class for quarterbacks. If we draft one of the third or fourth round guys, don't be upset. Don't be upset. It can happen. Kitty cat's back on the show. Instagram gets Lexi, Lexi, the lap cat back. Oh, she's trying to warm up. She is a chilly kitty. (laughs) I told you it was cold out there. Miles. I would love that. Kenny Beamer got a pull for the other side of PA. There you go. Miles. Miles. Yeah, I feel bad because I want Juju to get a win, but Eagles are stacked, stacked. Yes, they are. I'm going to pull for Juju. I'd be happy either either way. I'm pulling for the Eagles. I'll be rooting hard for the Eagles. But if Juju wins, I am going to be very happy for Juju. And I'm going to be happy for Andy Reid as well because I lived in Philly during the Andy Reid years. They treated him like crap. And every time he does something good, just kind of sticks in the crawl a little bit, even though I'm an Eagles fan as well. Way less than the uh than the Steelers. But um Eagles fans kind of deserve that. I mean, they think it's a little too easy to win Super Bowls. Maybe Andy Reid should show them how to win one. Uh Eagles have 78 sacks this season, I heard. Wow, is it that much? That might be that beats out because we were floating right around 50s and 60s when we were leading the, the league in sacks for the previous five years. That's an insane number. Then again, we had an extra game to play, but still insane number. Battle of the number one seeds. Top two offense is going to be a good one. Are they both number one seeds, or was Buffalo supposed to be a number one seed? And they got screwed out of it! (laughs) Well, they couldn't even beat the Bungles. So, that's what they get. Reggie Rivers, welcome to the show. Do you think the Steelers are going to run a West Coast offense? No. Um, We are too run heavy to run a West Coast offense. I know with... um, Gosh, who is their running backs back then it Was Rathman and forget the other guy. But yeah, they, they were basically like draw running backs. I mean, yeah, they ran some plays, but it was mostly getting the ball out quickly as possible through the passing attack. Uh, very wide receiver heavy. Rathman was a good receiver as well. Um, so, but I personally don't see us going West coast. I'd be happy just to be more balanced. I think our running game is already starting to become established. So if we can run play action, I'd be happy to be a play action, read option offense. I'd be absolutely happy. That's what their Eagles are. Eagles are play action, read read option offense. Pretty much Mahomes is the same way. That is the future of the NFL, to have a smart, mobile enough quarterback to be able to run the play action and the read option. So that's what I would like to see a little bit more out of our offense. And that's what our personnel looks to be more geared toward. Uh, Ian White is the great hairs here on the show. Hey, striker, the draft looks good. Lots of good talent out there. I think we could go offense or defense. What do you think? I just love the fact that everybody needs quarterbacks. There's four of them that are definitely going before us, possibly five, which pushes talent down the board. That's five out of 17 spots. Five players, the Steelers, we're not going to draft. At all. If they end up drafting a running back ahead of us, that's another spot we weren't going to draft. Knocking talent down to us. Might get one of those great corners. Might get one of those great offensive tackles. That would be absolutely phenomenal. And I would love for that to happen. Um, Strikers, get my question. I did. Say it again, Brian. Uh, I, I must have missed it. What we got over here on the gram. Got to check out the gram as well, too. Manuti, you're ruling the gram, my friend. I like Wizenhut too, but no chance. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if Wiz is even coaching anymore, to tell you the truth. You guys will have to do that work for me. Uh, fix your Instagram on some place or say again, please. <laughs> yeah, it just takes me time to get down to it. People are asking Tremaine. I don't want him. Um, he is terrible in coverage. Great athlete, but no. And Lewin media to stop old and injured i agree with you on lewin as well he's also under contract so i mentioned this on the podcast i don't know if this falls under tampering because we have a player that's under contract that already has said he'd like to be on the steelers also has said please be on my show tj don't turn down a potential teammate that's why i think the steelers are going to stay completely hands off of this guy no tampering involved Probably off of their radar anyway. This was a Jersey Jerry Fine guys. We're all talking about this. Jersey Jerry from Barstool, big friend of our show, big friend of Steeler Nation, was the one that put that info out there, made that meme of Lowen in the Steeler jersey. He made that. So we know where it comes from. We know where the buck stops. So not a huge, huge uh, thing to be too upset about, at least with Lowen, It was more of a pipe dream created by fans. Um, Brian Davis. I would like to see a slide down in the first to pick up an extra pick and grab that shutdown offensive tackle. I don't want to slide down the first at all, Brian. I'll tell you where I will slide down. First pick of the second round because everybody's going to want that pick. And I think if we do it right, we're not moving back far and we could bank next year's number one pick out of doing it. Start banking some picks. That's what I'm going to expect to see out of a money guy, a numbers guy like Omar Khan being at the helm. I know Anthony Wydell is going to help out as well in the personnel department. Khan's the tactician. He's going to be the one like, yeah, let's see what we can get. And if we can get a next year first, we think about moving down, but not out of the second. Depends on how you go. If it's a bad enough team, I'll move down a significant amount for a bad enough team that we think might give us a top 10 pick next year in the first. Definitely worth it. That's what the Patriots used to do, guys. I love you are reading something and start to scream. I know. (laughs) I get excited. I get excited when I see who puts it up because they're all my friends. You guys are all my friends. Manuti, you're my friend too because I know who you are, where you're from. I don't speak Portuguese as well as I speak Spanish, but super happy to have you on the show, my friend. Miles Tomlin was eyeing... Uh, Dewan Jones at the senior bowl. What a monster of a man. He looked like a giant next to some preschoolers out there. Yeah. It's great that we had a lot of talent out there and scouts at the senior bowl. We always do that. That was something that, that Tom Burt, Tomlin and Colbert used to do all the time together. That was like one of their big bonding moments, hanging out at the combine, hanging out at senior bowl, talking with different players getting to know who they are watching them practice seeing how they approach practice watching them perform on the field it's a it's a great intro into seeing what type of men can possibly be drafted in the upcoming draft miles i've been really high on kaylee ringo yeah cornerback out of georgia drew sanders inside linebacker out of arkansas both would be good picks ringo is a really dominant man cornerback and sanders is a hard hitter and ball hawk i'm all about ball hawks absolutely that's that is the defense of the future of the nfl and that is where we have been at for the past three of the past four years since my since austin's been on this team our defensive coordinator not our receiver uh since austin's been on on our, on our team as a defensive coach in the secondary or now as the defensive coordinator we have been number one or number two in interceptions and take away interceptions. takeaway Three out of the four years he's been here. Three out of the four years we he's been here, we have been either number one or number two at interceptions. Guys, does it, remember back five, five to eight, ten years ago when we couldn't even get our cornerbacks to get an interception until the last week of the season? Now we get, it, have, get them three, four, five interceptions. This is it, guys. Our, our free safety grabbing six like Troy Polamalu an intent to turning the ball over, punching at the football, getting the doing the doing bringing the hammer when you're trying to sack a quarterback, getting balls on the ground, turnovers. That is the future of the NFL. Athleticism to give your offense more touches to get more points. That's going to be better than anything else that you can do moving forward. Biggest reason why we had a chance here to make in the playoffs here at the end of the year. Robert! Uh-oh, I, be- I bet she's going to talk about a Houston player. Javarius Owens would be a great late pickup for safety. Are you chasing cougars again over there, Robert? <laughs> tell us a little bit more about Javarius Owens. I-, I know I don't know a whole lot about it. I know I did follow up on um, Hall, your receiver. Like his stuff other than him being severely undersized. Uh, tell us a bit about Owens' his stats. I want to know his height, height and weight ratio. Uh, Miles, I've given up my safety hopes after Smoke Monday. I don't think I'll ever recover from that betrayal. That is why I left it out of my list. (laughs) But what a great part of the draft show last year. Miles pushing for Smoke Monday and us just getting smoked until New Orleans went and picked them up. (laughs) TB will play again. I'm a little tired of the he will be back. Now we have time. Right. It's Favin it up. If you guys don't remember Brett Favre, the Be- Brett Favre uh, saga, which was the Brett-, Brett Favre soap opera, they were calling it every year. Oh, I'm gonna retire. Not gonna retire. Gonna retire. Not gonna retire. Gonna retire. Not gonna. Re-. Oh, I was sick of Favre, and he wasn't even good enough to come back to tell you. I-, I didn't think Favre was good enough to come back any of those years. Tom Brady can come back. I mean, I want to see him go off the field on a stretcher, as opposed to going off waving to everybody. That's the way I want to see him going off the field. Heavy medicine. Welcome to the show. What do you believe is our most critical offensive OL DL or CB for round one? Offensive line, defensive line, or corner. Obviously, it de- it depends. If we can get a shutdown corner at that spot, that is an ideal spot because you normally can't get those, them at seventeen. Uh, otherwise, I want to protect Kenny's blind side. I'm looking at offensive tackle. Uh, I'm looking at center, but probably not this high in the draft. At 17, I do not want to take a guard or a center. I want to take a, a better piece, a much better piece. I can get guards and centers a little later in the draft. Here, if, I can, if there's a stud tackle, that's probably my number one. If I had a stud tackle, shutdown corner, or excellent defensive lineman, I'm going offensive tackle out of those three. That's a great question, Heavy Medicine. Thank you for that one. Uh, Eagles fans will climb (laughs) things on the city again. Yeah, Eagles fans are smart. I lived in Philly last time, and uh, they were like, oh, we're greasing the poles. Sorry, guys, greasing the poles. You're not going to be able to celebrate down there uh, on uh, South Street. Not going to be able to celebrate up there on, uh, on 15th up on Market. Poles are greased. What did Philly do? Lit them on fire. Waited for the fire to go out, then climbed the poles. (laughs) I'll live Philly, man. Brian Davis, if Carr gets released, do you think he lands at Tampa Bay? Not a bad place to land. Or, though I'd actually think he'd land at the Colts. Colts always want those rehashed, reusable veteran quarterbacks that can start, still have some tread on the tire, Carr falls into that, especially with uh, Matty Ice retiring here this year, too. Uh, Miles, there's a lot of talk about Jacoby Brissett coming to the Steelers. There's a lot of talk last year about us getting Brisket. And Brisket had a good, good year last year. He's a winner. Guy plays well. I mean, I think he had a, probably, I don't know if he had the most wins over f- for the Browns or not, because I, I know that uh, Deshaun 20, uh, D- double the double dozen 24 uh Deshaun Watson uh he had he had two wins so I think Brissett had either two or three over there so let's see blue cheer I'm with you Miles those guys would be awesome and I'd be happy to have Brissett as a backup don't get me wrong Brian Brown do you think the Steelers will double dip at corner in this year's draft I really don't especially since I think we're going to target Sutton early and if we have Sutton on this team we, we will still have Sutton we have Wallace, we have Witherspoon still under contract, and we have WJ3, William, the, the other Houston Cougar that uh, <laughs> coolly likes to talk about us, getting William Jackson on this roster to see if we're going to utilize him. Because Steeler can give another contract and we can get that 12 mil, 13 mil hit down to five mil. No problem. Have him be a part of this team if we think he, he that back's not an issue because he's got to be re- recovered to get the money. Michael Hall, Stryker's phone rings. Stryker sees caller ID. It says Big Ben 7. Stryker answers yes. Don't care what it is. Yes, yes. A thousand times yes. <laughs> Michael Hall has a video camera in my bedroom. That's how he knows these things occur. <laughs> I love that, Michael Hall. Robert C. Clayton tuned with the first pick. In the seventh, if he is there, perfect guy for backup quarterback. That's right. Yeah, they, and they talked about him a bit too. And um, at the Senior Bowl, your boy did a good job over there at the Senior Bowl as well. Another Houston uh, Cougar, guys. Our good friend Chris Olodekin could get a ring this year. Yes, he could. He absolutely can. He's on the practice squad of the Kansas City Chiefs. They liked him enough to pick him up. And they should. He's a talented guy. I hope someone grabs Addison before 17. Why don't you like Addison? Let me know. Wiz is on the Chargers. Thank you very much, Manuti. I appreciate you looking up that tidbit for me. Uh, Man, I don't see moving back as a move. I am with you there. Blue cheer. I'd rather Satan will win over than Philly's head. Certainly be more humble. Yeah, right. You'd rather see Satan win because Philly just is not a humble fan base. Neither are the Ravens. Honestly, not. Green Bay's a humble fan base. Even when we lost them to the Super Bowl, I didn't feel as bad as I could have. Humble fan base. They were happy to win. More power to them. Steelers can get a little diggy at times. Not as humble, but more humble than a lot of teams in our division. A lot of our teams in our division just wish they could win one. Miles, Chris Alodekin, legendary Pittsburgh Steeler quarterback. Yeah, him and his, what, like 12 throws in, in a training camp. I think that's about what he had. Brian Brown, we consistently hear about Tremaine Edmonds. Are there any other free agent middle linebackers that could really help the Steelers? Well, fortunately, I have a page over here that we can look that up. Let's look up middle linebackers that are currently available uh, for this upcoming year. Inside linebacker and update. So, Deion Jones is up there. Uh, Levante David is up there as well. These are probably guys are going to go for a lot of money though. Uh, 9.7 mil looks like there's it's targeted for Levante David type money. Deion Jones made 14 mil last year, so he knows how to get paid. Devin Bush is number three. We can get this guy named Devin Bush, guys. Let's, let's see what his market value is. Calculated at 3 mil. Glad we didn't pay the uh, 50-year option on that guy. We would have been losing money. Definitely made the right choice there. It would have been 10 mil next year for Devin Bush if we gave him the 50-year option. But smartly did not. We could bring him back. And I actually would not feel bad about bringing him back for that amount. I think he's a three mil quarterback. I think he's actually a steal as a three mil quarterback. Not the best guy that you can get. Hey, Tyler Medikevich is up. He's obviously strictly a special teamer though, guys. Uh, Tremaine Edmonds obviously being up there. I, I'm clicking on his market value. They're saying 11 mil. I say that's accurate. And I'd pay that. I would pay that and drop Jack in a heartbeat. Absolute heartbeat. I think that would be a good transitional move to finally get somebody on the roster that we know can make those plays. So we'll have to see how that goes. What about that huge defensive tackle from Wisconsin? I like defensive tackles. I like big guys. Problem is, I do not want to draft and nose tackles in the first round because they are 35 to 40% on the field type of guys, not in our defense. I will go for Monsters day three. Day three, open up the wallet for Monsters. That's what. That's where I'd be drafting a nose. First pick of the fourth round. That's where I'm targeting a nose tackle. Uh, Penne, is that what you're talking about there? Uh, Gar- Emmanuel Garcia. E- 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 Emmanuel Garcia, welcome to the show, my friend. Uh, yeah, D.L. Penne. I-, I don't know about him as much. Like I said, I haven't started to do my crazy dig into all of the players and I'm not up on them yet until we hit combine but I will take a lot of your input and we'll talk about it uh say your Instagram again please everything is at snstriker steeler nation striker striker spelled with a y s n s t r y k e r easy to follow me I took all of the ones I could <laughs> Joe for mayor. What's up, brother? Keep up the great work, man. Go Steelers. Thank you, Joe. I appreciate that a lot, man. Really do. This is always the most fun show. Colts need a quarterback for two years, right? Manuti, they, they screw it up every time too. Like they did the right thing when they brought in, um, oh gosh, they had rivers there for a bit after, uh, uh, luck retires and rivers worked out well for them. So they're like we can do this all the time. Let's bring in Wentz will be fine. Uh, Let's get rid of Wentz. So guys, 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 pull the ripcord out. Let's trade Wentz. Whatever we can get for Wentz. Somebody's dumb enough to trade for him? Yes. Yes. A million times. Yes. On the phone. Whatever it is, yes. <laughs> Just like Miles having Big Ben call me. Whatever it is, yes. <laughs> and then bringing in Maddie Ice. Unfortunately, his playing style at this point has is ice cold and had no chance. Miles, press great striker. How much cap space do we have this year? Let me go over to the cap. I got the cap roster open as well. As we know the cap is now solidly set to uh 224 and a half mil I believe. We had some rollover money our adjusted cap according to Spotrac is uh 229,000 million and change. Um active contracts it looks like we have 227 million tied up in active contracts. So we're $233 million right now against the cap, which means we're upside down 4 mil, which means we've got to make cuts. Or we have to do some restructures. So where are the cuts going to happen, Striker? Where are the restructures going to happen? I know we said we're going to keep uh, Trubisky, but that's a big number. That's 8 mil that you can replace for less. Than $8 million with a vet backup. I know he's an awesome guy. Great team guy. Helped Kenny in his development. Did not complain once about yo-yoing on and off as being the starter. Not one peep out of Mitchell Trubisky, which is why I want to keep him. Will he take a pay cut? That might be what the Steelers may offer before wanting to get rid of him. And if I gave him a pay cut, it wouldn't be a big one. Maybe two mil, Something a little bit. Because let's see what his... Yeah, he has an $8 million base salary. Obviously, his signing bonus can't touch 2.6 mil. That's dead cap. So that $8 million can be saved by dumping him. Um, the only other people that we really could cut for value, Miles Jack, we could save uh, 11 $10, $9, 8000000 cutting Miles Jack. That's that money that we can use to pay for Tremaine Edmonds, but we still have to figure out the rest of it. Uh, $12 million for William Jackson the third. Like I said, if we sign him long-term or reduce salary or two-year contract, We can get that 13 down in the five mil range. That could work out well. Not touching Deontay Johnson. We're not touching Minka Fitzpatrick, but Minka Fitzpatrick, Cam Hayward, TJ Watt, a lot of room to restructure with all three of those guys that are going to be on this team for a long time. Probably see all three of those guys getting restructured. Um, James Daniels, I guess, would be a possibility being about $6 million to save. Uh, Levi Wallace gives us four mil if we cut him witherspoon is the same four mil might cut one of those guys not cutting Najee. Now we're getting to our, like a rookies. These are the guys that like, you don't. Yeah. Everybody else is like the rookie. So you're not, it's nickel diamond for everybody else. So that's where I'm seeing where we're at right now, at least for um, being able to pick where we can cut some money. Miles, after hearing Lewin split on TJ's during the game, wrote him off in that instant. Yeah. I don't think TJ likes the guy at all. And that's not a big deal. It's all, speculative and created by Steeler Nation. Anyway, Brian Brown, is this the first draft in forever that the Steelers don't take a wide receiver? Um, No, I personally think they're going to take a wide receiver um, either on day two or day three. And it has to be a wide receiver that is slot and X capable that can back up Deontay Johnson and play the slot because we don't know if Calvin Austin's ever going to see the field at his size. All the speed in the world couldn't get on the field last year. Didn't play a snap for us. So I don't know who he is yet as a receiver. I bring another guy that plays his exact position that's bigger than him this year, this next year, because it doubles down on that position. If he plays great, we have extra depth, but if we have a guy that's a great root runner that we can bump it out to being a backup at X, which we really didn't have last year. Yes. Sims could do it. uh, But That's another way to handle it. And I don't know if Sims is going to be on the roster next year as well. Michael Hall, Khan's first draft as a new Steeler GM. How do you think he will do? Uh, I think he'll do pretty well, especially since he has uh, um, Anthony Wydell, who was an assistant GM over at the Eagles. He knows what he's doing. He's been a big part of those Eagles drafts, bringing in a ton of talent here these past four seasons. So we are lucky to have... The brain trust all working together to bring us the best talent possible, and it's always a group effort, guys. Coaches, scouts, position coaches, everybody working together to try to get their guys. Coordinators, and now two—you got our our um, GM and our assistant GM. A lot of people helping out to come to consensus ideas. Andy Widell's actually going to put the draft board together, so that'll be really interesting to see how that board goes together, and then they're all going to discuss. who who the best people at those slots will be to get their draft boards ready. Ian, who do you think is going to draft Joey Porter Jr.? We are a possibility, Ian. Somebody that wants a big corner. Uh, He's he's a playmaker. So I wouldn't be be, uh, disappointed to get him. Obviously, he's not going to get as many sacks as his dad got. Dad is a Hall of Fame player and should get in the Hall of Fame with the amount of sacks he put up as well. Um, did you already speak with Ben? No, Manuti. I've never spoke with Ben. I've spent, spoken with a lot of players, but unfortunately never with big Ben. Uh, Michael Hall. We, we've spoken to Steel Nation. We've spoken to his publicist a lot. Who's a, a, a female that runs his social media and she's a great person. And she's retweets a lot of our stuff at times. Uh, Michael. Hall. I can't believe when I saw this online, but Charlie Sheen twin says Joey Porter jr. Would be a good draft pick for us. Something seems fishy with that, but Hey, I like it. Still interesting to hear Kuiper said that. Yeah, Kuiper. you know, he'd be happy to get that player on the Ravens, too. No matter who's going on the Ravens, the Ravens are getting an A-plus draft. That's one thing Kuiper always does. Brian Davis. Ian White. I hope we get him. Him and Tomlin's son grew up together. They are close. That would be cool. Brian Brown. Tom Brady can kiss it. Indeed. Miles. Riley Moss is really interesting, too. Uh, watch some of his reps at the Senior Bowl. He's a hidden gem. Don't think he gets as much recognition because he's a white corner. It's kind of unheard of. Yeah, I can't remember. The last time we had one was the one that used to be on the Giants. Uh, that was pretty good. And we're talking about like in the 90s. Uh, but yeah, yeah. I mean, have to see who who's going to come up and who can play. Um, Michael, do you mean Kuiper Who looks like Charlie Sheen to count Dracula had a baby? Everybody knows the joke now, Miles. <laughs> Of Brian and would like to see inside linebacker in the core go back to hard hitting and cover linebackers like we had with Lambert, Hammond, Lloyd, Porter, etc. True. Only problem is you need your cover linebackers in this era to run four 440s. That's why we drafted guys like Shazier. We brought in people like Sean Spence. We brought in fast guys. We moved Marcus Allen from safety down to back down to inside linebacker. Um, it takes speed to be an off-ball linebacker in this league. And those guys are tough to find. Absolutely tough to find now. Back when everybody was slower, Steelers did a really good job. Now it's a little tougher. (laughs) Oh, yeah, we love that. Robert Timboros, back on the show. Yo! Good to hear from you, Robert. Miles, the amount of picks we spent for Bush is absurd now, looking back at it. Yeah, you know, you're not going to win on every move you make and that was a move we lost on unfortunately it sucked but we won bringing in and giving up a first round drop pick for freaking minka fitzpatrick you got to look at that too that kind of evened out that was a yin and a yang if you will sucks that we still don't have an inside linebacker still the inside linebacker is still a position that we seem to discuss every year except for bush's first two Ryan, Miles Jack played really well until he got hurt. Yeah. At, I think it was at the, at the bye. I think he had more tackles in the first eight games than any Pittsburgh Steeler ever had in their first eight games as a Pittsburgh Steeler. So that was interesting. Or, Or it was also more tackles than any linebacker had in their first eight games as a Pittsburgh Steeler. So he was putting up monster numbers in the first half of the year, got banged up, wasn't the same player. Spillane got better. Uh, Robinson got better. Bush rode the roller coaster. Uh, Joe Meyer, trade down in the first and second round pick because you can go down three spots and pick up two draft picks too. Just like the Dallas Cowboys did back in the 90s. Not a bad approach as well. It depends on how the board shakes out. We Steelers just hate trading back in the first. That's something that they rarely, they'll trade up in the first, but they hate trading back in the first. But without having a, fifth round draft pick without having a sixth round draft pick we might want to start banking a couple picks that's a way to do it got two sevenths that's our day four. <laughs> Fourth round or two sevenths right now we want to find something to do in the fifth and sixth round otherwise we're going to be making jokes or talking about uh the last of us or whatever shows we're watching now <laughs> what a great show love that freaking show i'm i know what you mean i know how to read your mind miles I'm all in favor of keeping Miles Jack. He was our leading tackler until he got hurt. I'm not going to be upset if he stays there. I just understand that we can get value if we cut him. And if we can bring in, if you're asking me, would I rather have Miles Jack or Tremaine Edmonds? I'd rather have that Edmonds brother on the team. And I'd pay the extra, take the hit to get him on that team and have to jettison Jack. Uh Dark Storm cut Jack Mitch, and WJ3 saves like 24 mil. Yep. Yes, it does. Absolutely does. Michael Hall. Yes, Brian, I met Kuiper. <laughs> Tamburo. Really, this decade plus last decade, we are Tomlin first fake Steelers fans over Steelers championships contender. All business Steelers equals decisions made on virtue signaling. Not a team that wins playoff games. It's the way it's shaking out. We're rebuilding. I think this team could have won playoff games this year. If we made it, we were playing Buffalo. You think they could have beaten Buffalo? I do. Miami nearly beat Buffalo. Miami didn't have a quarterback. We had a quarterback that had two back-to-back win, or two uh, two huge uh, game drive winning games, and then a big win against Cleveland. We were a team on the up. Winning streak. If we hit the playoffs with that defense, and our offense starting to click. Buffalo would have had a tough time against us. Kansas City would have a tough, t- tougher time against us. We wouldn't have gotten blown out. KC wouldn't have put up 40 on us. Could have beaten Cincy. It would have been a much better matchups. Absolutely much better matchups. Dark storm. <laughs> Hello, Brian. Robert C, he is small, but Tank Dell can play either spot. He can run all those quick routes. DJ runs outside to get open. It would just kill outright in the slot. I know, I know he's a lightweight. Yeah, I, he can do it till he gets hit. That's the only problem I'm worried about is what happens when a receiver that size gets hit. We can't pay 10 million for Trubisky. Yeah, I hear you, Manuti. That's why he has to take a pay cut or the Steelers might have to cut him. E-Cool, do, all, do you miss Juju on your team? Definitely. Juju was a phenomenal player, J-Cool. Uh, or E-Cool, sorry. Um, he did all the tough stuff. Never complained. Hard-nosed guy. Reached for the first downs, reached for those touchdowns. Like I like and blocked like that. He was he was like a Heinz Ward type player, and we loved watching him play. And wish we could have kept him. Unfortunately, we didn't have the money to keep all that talent on this team. Uh, stop hating on short people, striker. I don't, I marry them. <laughs> They're great in the bed. <laughs> Isn't Dell a running back? No, we're talking about the Dell from Houston Cougars, uh, the wide receiver. Um, Robert C., we'll be able to press Dell. They want to have to be able to catch him. He was breaking ankles at the scene. Yeah, he was. But that that was also in, you know, wide receiver drills. Wide receiver drills always do have the, um, you have the advantage in wide receiver drills. You know where you're going. You know what you have to do. He has fantastic footwork. Don't get me wrong. Seeing him do it in the game, seeing him on his game film, that's what I like to see too, Robert. I thought that was more impactful than seeing him do it on on those, um, on on just wide receiver catching drills. Uh, Brian Brown, what can the Steelers do to solidify the kickoff and punt coverage? Too many big returns allowed, in my humble opinion. Uh, Yeah, bringing in new talent. Uh, We didn't have a whole lot of veterans here as uh, coverage guys. We had Miles um, Boykin that we pulled in from the Ravens. He was a vet guy. Uh, Killabrew we had, um, and of course, Watt, DJ Watt, uh, all big coverage guys. But usually we, our backup safeties, our backup linebackers, those guys are out there on coverage teams, and they need to cat- tackle. We usually have a wide receiver out there too, sometimes a backup running back. Um, but yeah, just got to make your plays. Just got to make more plays, get those tackles on the ground. Jay Nova, no! Brian Florence of the Vikings, I know, super sad. Super sad, but we were happy to have him for a year, and hopefully that helps out Kenny. Already helped him out this year with his uh, two-minute drill, winning two games for us. Awesome stuff. Dark Storm, I wouldn't mind trading pick thirty-two. We could probably get great value for it. Honestly, that's the value. Us picking first on the second day, we have a full day for the whole league to say, "Wow, we missed all of the we missed we missed our this position in the first round." Let's jump up to that first slot. Get one of these first rounders that would be a first-round pick because that's the 32 spot. 32 spot is normally a first round pick. I think we can get a first rounder and a trade back out of it. A first rounder for the following year. That is the trade that I would take. Bank a first rounder, pick up some more picks, because it's they're, they're honestly moving back into the first round for it for a guy that they don't have to the 50-year option. Brian Davis, Mitch is pee-pee-poo-poo. Poo. Ha-ha. <laughs> Love it. E-Cool. Do you have any signed posters or something else? Um, Sign stuff. Yeah, I have a a, a Big Ben uh, signed rookie uh, poster when he was playing against Houston Texans when he still had the Livestrong bracelet on before he was getting uh, hit for that. I have a ton of signed pictures. Like pretty much a lot of the Hall of Famers. I had old Hall of Famers. Like, uh, gosh, Keisling. I had one. Um, Cower I have a signed picture, Polamalu. Uh Jack Lambert, some of my old head guys. Um of course I got a signed John Henry Johnson helmet right here as well. Got that on there too for you guys to see that. Love me the John Henry Johnson helmet. Uh but yeah, usually uh, signing wise, I'm not I got more signed jerseys to tell you the truth. Like, I got my Pouncey jersey signed this year because we had him at a tailgate. Uh, got a Cordell sign picture from him from the tailgate. I got Ben signed. No, my Ben ones aren't signed. That's right. My Heinz Ward one is signed. My Rod Woodson one is signed too. The vertical stripe one that I wear every once in a while. The uh, old. 1994 vertical stripe black and yellow looks like a rugby jersey with the old city crest on it or the fort Pitt crest love having that one too um where are we at oh you guys jumping on now nice jay nava last of u.s rules both games were fantastic vote for ronda rousey to be cast as abby last of us part Two. Oh, nice i i'm glad you love last i said last of u.s i'm like what are you talking about? Last of Us? Is there a Us uh, playing in the international tournaments right now? What's going on? No, Last of Us is an amazing, sh- amazing show. I can't. I'm just like anything that. Um... Oh gosh, Pascal. What, what's the guy's name? Oh gosh, he was just hosted Saturday Night Live. Love that guy. Uh, but he was anything he's in. I'm like Game of Thrones. Awesome in Game of Thrones, playing uh, the, uh, the 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 the. Jeez, I'm drawing blanks on all that. I'm, I'm reading the Game of Thrones books right now, too. And it's like, <laughs> why am I missing out on all of these names? Uh, but yeah, be, being the from the South and coming in and trying to protect or fighting for uh, Tyrion and getting killed while fighting the mountain. Awesome in that role. Awesome as the Mandalorian. Um, yeah, Pascal's the man. Absolutely the man. Great, great on Saturday Night Live, too. All the stuff I saw on Saturday Night Live were absolutely hilarious. Miles! Imagine during the draft show, you were able to get Cam on for a bit. You could try to ask our friend of the show, Mark Robinson, right? (laughs) Yeah. Hell, if I would have made Cam's damn, my RV didn't break down. I would have been at his uh, softball game talking with him and all the guys and making connections. Unfortunately, I I did not get to do that because my RV broke down. Uh, Claude, I'm convinced that the Steelers would have beaten either the Bungles or the Bills in that first round. I do too, Claude. Absolutely no question. No question. The way we were playing, it would have been – and the way the Bills were playing, because we would have played the Bills in that first round. And then we would have gone and played KC because we were the lowest seed. So that's the way it would have gone. It would have been there, then KC, then who knows? Maybe the the Bungles. (laughs) And we could have beaten all those teams. I think the NFC would have beaten us. But I thought we could have gone through the AFC last year, the way we were starting to play. Uh, Brad, do you think the Steelers might take an edge rusher for depth to help out TJ and Highsmith? Yes. And they should absolutely should because we saw when one of them goes down, we had nobody. I mean, I know we got Roche back. I know we have uh, Johnson again, or Jones back on the team again as well. Jameer Jones. And um, so hopefully one of those guys is progressing that we hope that they would progress since we brought them both in. We're trying to develop both of them young in their careers, but we'll have to see. Uh Manuti, I'm a fan of this, uh, Talk about trade DJ, right? Guys is great. People hate people hate him. I want him with us. I'm with you, Manuti. He's off the table. And I think the Steelers are the same way because we already traded one of our vet wide receivers. We got a young quarterback and he's the quarterback's safety blanket. He got the most targets and the most catches last year on the team. You don't do that to a young quarterback unless you guys want to see Kenny Pickett regress. I don't want to see him regress. Like that's the stuff we got to worry about. That's the, the stuff we don't think about. Yeah, we saw we got a second rounder for uh, Claypool, so we think, oh, we can get first rounder then for for DJ. Not always the way it works. People don't always want to take your, your, uh, your linebackers or your wide receivers as well. Edmonds isn't good on coverage, Tremaine, but uh, did you believe that he will accept a deal with us because – He will receive better offers, more money. It depends. I think that that might have to be a package deal for us to take his brother back at a low value and bring him as well. I want Lamar on the Ravens for 60 mil. Me too. Me too. I want him to – hell, I'll be happy if they franchise him, and then he holds out. That is my all-time favorite. Franchise him, holds out, does not sign his franchise tender, sits out a year, so they get nothing. Like belted us. That is a definite possibility, guys. Absolutely a definite possibility. I want a Heinz sign pick. I want a Heinz Signed pick, I believe. Was your giveaway? Awesome. Is that the one I sent to you? That's awesome. I'm glad. Oh, so great. So great to know that great fans get great stuff from us. <laughs> Ian White, what guys would you keep, striker, from free agency? Okay, cool. Let's let's look at that. Uh, Because I know we talked about it quick. So I'll give you a fast rundown because I've done this on a couple shows. But we'll check out to see who the free agents are currently on the Steelers. Uh, So let me go to to your all positions. Pick the Steelers. Pitt. Update this bad boy. And I know some of these were listed wrong. Uh, Larry Okunjobi, I'd like to have him back, but I think that's a luxury ask. Rudolph's gone. Bush is gone. Sutton is my number one. Sign him, find any way to do it, bring him back on. Watt's too expensive. We have his replacement on the roster. Connor can be a fullback. Uh, Jesse Davis not coming back unless it's cheap. Uh, Tyson Alualu is probably going to retire. Marcus Allen, it's been five years, bro, six years. You didn't develop into a starter, you're gone. Terrell Edmonds, you can come back on the cheap again. I'm not paying for you. Spillane is the guy I target. I target Spillane. Malik Reed, don't let the door hit you in the butt on the way out of free agency. Chris Wormley, that injury, he's not going to be ready to go until October, unfortunately. He's off of our radar until October. KZ, I target hard. And he'd be a much cheaper sign than Edmonds. We're talking about a $3 million million a year guy now. And sign him to a few years. Same thing with Carl Joseph. That's another guy I want on my roster. Uh, Trenton Scott, that's a guy... Get back. He'll probably come back. He'll probably be cheap because he was a Myers guy. He understands the technique of his blocking scheme. Easy guy to be a backup in our system. Probably coming back. Steve Sims, I don't know. I don't know. I think we move on from Sims. I think we move on from Boykin. Unless Boykin comes back for nothing, we're not paying him three mil to come back. Uh, Jameer Jones. Oh, evidently, he's, he's a free agent too. Oh no, sorry. Sorry, sorry. Let's go back on these a bit. Steve Sims is a restricted free agent. We might not tender him because I think low tender is like a million and change. So he might not be tendered. Um, Miles Boykin is an unrestricted free agent. We talked about him. Uh, exclusive rights free agent. Jameer Jones is locked into us as an exclusive right free agent. He will be on the team next year. Benny Snell is an undraft, un, un, unrestricted free agent. He's gone. We are going to replace him with another vet or an undrafted rookie free agent. I don't see us drafting a running back next year. Really don't with all of our needs. Pick one up and and run draft a rookie free agent or a vet, cheap vet. Zach Gentry, also another guy I think we need to target. So those are the big guys, Scott. Uh, Pierre, I try to bring him back under a tender. Unfortunately, we we don't get compensation for the low tender since he wasn't a drafted player. JC Hassenauer, I consider him as well for depth. Depends. It depends if we're going to consider Green being depth at center. I don't know. Can the guy play center? He used to start there. So the big guys, go over it quickly. Gentry. Target Gentry. Target Carl Joseph. Uh, lesser Scott, but I think he'd be a you know a draft, pick, a low pick. Uh, KZ, definitely I'm targeting. Spillane, I'm definitely targeting. And last one, Sutton. Those are the six guys I go after. The only one you really have to pay for out of all those guys I mentioned is Sutton. Spillane will probably be a little bit more expensive. Probably going to be a five-million-year guy. Was down at the two-and-a-half-million-year type of player. Three-million-year player. He's going to be a five-six guy now because he's going to start. And we've developed him to that point. I like I like him. I like him a lot. So those are my guys. Thanks for the question, Ian. Uh, Robert, Art Rudy II uh, cares more for dollars from outsider fans than... And i.e. international fans, then listening to real born and bred Pittsburghers who have known for years now Steelers are just trying to look good, make cash. I completely disagree with that, Robert. I would agree with that if you're talking about the Pittsburgh Pirates. Um, Pittsburgh Steelers have always done it differently. They haven't been a cash grab team. They haven't been a team that tries to be 30 mil under the cap. Those are cash grab teams in the NFL. That's that's things that Jacksonville's done. That's stuff that the Cleveland Browns have done. That's stuff that we see out of the Pittsburgh Pirates staying way under the cap. Steelers don't do that. We always spend right up against it. Always spending right up against the cap. So right there, the argument at least does not match for me because they're trying to win. And we won again last year. So I'm happy for that. Brian Brown, and do you think the Steelers should and can sign Larry O? Oh, they can, should they? It would be nice depth. I think honestly, with the with what we've already done with investing on the line, I think right now, layout or, um, oh gosh, Loudermilk need to start this year. Loudermilk or layout need to be a starter. That's why we developed them way cheaper than bringing back Okunjobi as well. Uh, because right now, it's a luxury. we we got to build other places. we got to pay other places. I don't think we can tie up a lot of that at line. Will he come back for a little less? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, we'll have to see what he thinks he's worth for free agency and how Steelers approach it. Because the Steelers do like him. And he's a does fit in great with the team. I would love to have him back. I just think it's cost prohibitive and is more of a luxury. Uh, the real Steelers never cared about looking good and neither do real Steeler fans. What are you talking about? Were you a Steeler fan from 1933 to 1970? Were they concerned about looking good in those years, Robert? Those are real Steeler fans. Those are the most real Steeler fans you will ever see. Because they never saw a playoff victory until 1972. 40 years into their team's history. So don't cry me a river yet. There's Pittsburgh is a resilient town. Smart family ownership. They know what they're doing. They've got a handbook written for the Roonies. Michael Hall, seeing that KC scored about 20 to 30 points last two playoff games, and Philly scored about 35, 45 points a game. I got Philly winning 40 to 28. They just have two strong starting squads on both sides to be losing. I. That's, you know, they have to turn the ball over a lot to lose this game. They really do. And Kansas City's game plan, this is probably a game plan you've never seen out of Andy Reid and an athletic quarterback like Mahomes, their game plan will be control the clock. That's what we're going to see out of KC. That's the only way KC can stay in this game, by limiting the amount of possessions. If they turn a ball over, they're screwed. They're absolutely screwed. But they will try to control the clock, shrink the game, make this more of a low-scoring affair where they can actually win it. That's their only chance of winning this game, in my opinion, guys. Really is. All right, guys, we're down to the end of the show, too, guys. So I'll take the last questions here as we're going out. Yeah, we're not trading, DJ. I know that. Yeah, no, Malik Reed's not going to stay here, Manuti. I know that, unfortunately. He's gone in free agency. He did, he did not work out well for us. How do you feel about Sims? I like Sims, Joe. Uh, he just, um, you know, I, I think he's a, he's a competent slot receiver. I think he's a competent X receiver. I think he's a competent returner. Um, I think we can do better with one player at all those positions. I think Calvin Austin can be better than him at all, all those positions. I just need Calvin Austin to be healthy and don't think he would have gotten a chance until Gunner went down. I see cutting Gunner might be an option too. That's a guy we didn't talk about. Um, maybe extend high Smith this year. Definitely. If we can extend high Smith this year, definitely do it. Is Adams a free agent? No Adams is on the roster for this year. So he's still on the, on the roster. He'll still be at nose, whether he's starting or a backup. We'll have to see if we bring somebody in through the draft. Layoffs should try to play more snaps next season. Now healthy. Exactly. That's what I want to see. I want to see those guys in rolling down through your stuff here too. Robert 2.0 works for me as long as the Steelers dark storm. Just don't count out on game of Thrones books ever being finished. That that's why it's taken me like eight years to read uh feast for crows. I take it on vacation more with me just to kind of have it and take it on vacation. Uh Sometimes I don't get a chance to read it at all unless there's a, Got to read a bunch of it because I had a day where I had to recover uh, after watching the playoff games. We got crazy and I we all had to recover on Monday. Hung out, read Game of Thrones. I read it on the airplane. I always read on the airplane. It's, I don't need electronics on the airplanes like a lot of people. Um, Michael Hall, what's your Super Bowl watch party looking like, boss? Going to my friend's place, uh, my friend Seth, who's got huge property, huge farm. He, t- he watches my dog usually when I'm not there. He's got a chicken coop, raises rabbits, raises chickens. Um, big garden, big, uh, outdoor pool, upright up outboard pool. He's got a four hole disc golf course that we toss on. And he's got this big shop about four bay, two deep, uh, garage shop outside external from the house where they have the big screen TV. Kids play video games up there. They show the game, lots of food, lots of fun. Uh, just a fun, great place with great people that all live there too. So really looking forward to this. Yes. The infamous RV breakdown. It sucks miles. Always a run on tackles. If three top cornerbacks are gone, Brian Branch is a stud. Safety. Mitts and Branch back there, not so bad. Not many agree on safety. Wouldn't bother me at all. Fan from Vancouver. Hartman, you're speaking my language. I would not be upset at all to go safety with the first pick. If it's a, if it's an athletic enough guy that is a ball hawk that can tackle, definitely. I would take a safety in the first round and would be happy for it. Great conversation. Have a great night. You too, Manuti. I'll talk to you soon. Go Brazil, Viva Brazil. I don't know if that's correct. I know it's Spanish. Damn it. I'm a, <laughs> Viva Brasilia, But Brazil is the city, right? <laughs> I'm doing it all wrong. You got to teach me Portuguese. Michael, I think it would have had a few wins in the playoffs this year, considering we went seven and two runs since the bye. But we would have played KC first. So I don't know. Maybe different story at the time, the first round. No, KC had a bye. So we would have played Buffalo first. We would have played the second seed. We would have played KC in the second round. So that would have been a tougher out for us, to tell you the truth. But I do think we could have beaten Buffalo. Absolutely. Brian Brown, what about Kendrick Green? I don't think he's going to make it. I'm pulling for him, though. He's on his rookie contract. He's a backup. He'll be there. I hope he can back up center. Claude, Kendrick has to hit the weight room. Timborough, Pirates do not look good and haven't since the uh, outfield Bonds, Van Slyke, Vanilla, Bob Walk. Yeah, I know that team. But Derry may fake virtue signal to cash in like the Steelers. But Steelers are much more successful at hollow virtual signal. You call it hollow. And I and I understand your frustration. That This is the frustration of Steel Nation. We are used to seeing wins in the playoffs. It hurts us not to see them. Absolutely does. I don't think I'm happy about it. I'm not, Robert. I'm not. But I'm expecting what they're building now to start being playoff winning teams. Kenny Pickett and what they've got with this offense and Najee with this defense, I think we can make a run in the playoffs now moving forward as long as we stay healthy. The right guy's got to stay healthy. Bring Dobbs back. Could be a possibility. Definitely would be. And would be a super cheap possibility. That's a smart one there, Manuti. And he's like having an extra quarterbacks coach. Great show as always, boss. Hope you enjoy the Super Bowl. Enjoy your week and stay safe, boss. See you next week. Salute. Go Steelers. Woo! Thank you, Michael Hall of Fame, for another Hall of Fame performance on the show. Appreciate you as always. Great show, striker. See you, Miles. See you, Claude. Great show as usual, Striker. I appreciate it. Robert C, great show, Striker. Thank you guys. Oh, making me blush. See you next time, Stryker. Go, Steelers! Robertson Burrow, my dad was born in Pittsburgh 1934 into a family already intensely following Steelers for their first year. That's awesome. I live with my grandpa in a house he bought in Pittsburgh in 1925. I am real. Oh, I know you're real. I know that is awesome. That is you are a legacy. Absolute legacy, my friend. Brian Fam. See you next time at the Beehive. Strike a great show. Hit the like, guys. Yep, hit the like. Uh, See you, Brian Brown. See you, guys. Night. Um, Tamburo, real calls out fake every time. Guy, that's all the time we have on the show. Thank you so much for making this part. Be sure to check out our sponsor, Total Sports Enterprises, over at tscshop.com. Follow them at Twitter at Total Sports ENT. They're always giving away free stuff, guys. They are amazing. They're absolutely amazing. Um, Got to get to my stuff. Read our great Steeler-focused articles at SteelerNation.com. That's where you can find replays and podcasts and stuff over there as well. Tweet us at SteelerNation, Instagram and Facebook at SteelerNation.com. Follow the podcast on Twitter at underscore SN podcast or Nation podcast on Instagram. Or follow me, your lovable host, Steeler Nation Striker, on the tickety Talks, on the gram, on the tweets, at SN Striker spelled with a Y. Why? Because he's crazy enough to do it for you every week. 50-plus year Steeler fan in Canada. Beach, love hearing about that. Go, Steelers. Thank you, Blaze. Ball said love that, guys. Oh, awesome. Awesome. That's all the time we have now on the Steeler Nation podcast, sponsored by Total Sports Enterprises. I'm your host, G. Striker, with Manuti with Miles, with Roberts, with all the great Steeler fans. And Ian, guys, I love your input every week. Thank you for making this show fun for me to look forward to each and every week. You guys are the best. And I will be rooting along with you, as always, Goes.